You're listening to the Stream Grace Network. Life is full of amazing moments. Some make you laugh and some make you cry. And some are just downright brutal. Hi, I'm Rachel Lohr and this is My Brutal Life. And we are back. We are back. You did not give me a, like a preview of what I look like. That's true. I usually do. So. I saw it was fine. <laughs> I like all shiny in my forehead. I looked right. Uh, so. Yeah. Well, sorry. I know. I, I kept thinking, okay, I'm going to, because I always like I to fix my hair. It's and, been a long time since I've oh. recorded a video podcast in the studio. Well, it's been a long time Period. since I've been in here. And I actually get people texting me. I think I've said this before. I need to do it. You need to do another one. I need, and I was like, I yeah. know. People don't realize to find stuff to talk about every week. I mean, I mean, I could, but then I know it could get laborious and. But that's like, just it. I, here's the question. Maybe it should be a commitment for 2023. <laughs> just every maybe. Week. I think <laughs> no. I mean, because here's the thing, right? We just did not just did, but we've done a hundred and something episodes now on yeah. scatter shooting. You were on the hundredth yep. episode, and. And, you know, there we talk about anything, but so do we here. We do. <laughs> I mean, you know. We do. But, but I think that's the thing. Yeah. The question is, are people bored when we just talk about what we feel like? I don't feel like they are. Well. Because sometimes I, I have an episode that I'm like, that was kind of wah, Because <laughs> the first thing I do when I leave here is I text Adam. And he's like, how'd you go? And I'm like, oh, that was like really good. And sometimes <laughs> and those I'm are like, the sucky ones probably. <laughs> and then some of them are like, I don't know. I don't even know if we made a point. Yeah. So, and, but some... They, yeah, I, I, I know do. Jim I, listens to him because he asked me, did you guys record? Me yeah. If, hey, hey, you mentioned me. So <laughs> I try to shout but, him out because if you're a regular listener, I'm going to try to shout you out. Mm-hmm. So send yep. us messages. My mother-in-law listens consistently. Really? Yes. She wow. is faithful. Faithful. I love my mother-in-law. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't doubt you're saying the truth, but I'm, I mean, could you say I'm anything different now? The knowing the truth. <laughs> no, I know. She You've is You've talked a lot amazing. about Carolyn. I know. She is a work horse mm-hmm. hard as gold and just big oh big giver yeah so i her and I, dennis are both are awesome man i haven't seen he him retired forever. did he really he retired man he it's about time yeah i know i know he <laughs> retired because we live in their rent their house we're renting their house and they moved up to tulsa to take care of their uh grandbabies mm. sarah's uh, adam's sister sarah had twins oh wow and so she is in heaven taking care of babies. Mm. So, but yeah, they're that's hard for couple. me to relate to. <laughs> uh, taking Just care saying, of babies. Yeah. yeah. Well, that equating to being in heaven. I mean, oh. you don't ever like feel like you're doing something like this is just heaven. This is great. Um, yeah. It's yeah. not taking care of babies. <laughs> no, <I'm either. laughs> There's a lot of things Mine that are really either. close to that. Yeah. But not, I wouldn't be taking care of babies. No, what never. Would be? Uh, I mean, it varies, but it's moment. It's, it's special moments, right? Like, I think for me, culminations, moments of culmination, like when you see a bunch of things come together and it happens in that moment, you're uh-huh. like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Uh-huh. And so I like that. It's almost like it would be, the, oh, this is going to sound so trite, but it's like if you spent months setting up dominoes and you got everything ready to watch them fall and you press the first one and you watch it. Like there's a moment where you're just like so, so satisfied, gratifying. right? Satisfying, yeah. So that that's my moment of heaven. Not not Domino's. Adam, I think Adam had a moment of heaven this past week over the holidays. Oh, what do you do? You know, because a lot of people would say holidays are brutal. Like they yeah. don't want to come together and or for whatever various reasons. And after, we always do the high-low game, yeah. you know? And so after whatever weekend we get away or whatever we just do it and there were so many highs for him that mm-hmm. it was fun watching him at, and we had a like packed days hmm. starting from going to his sisters in Tulsa and spending time with his family we did the high low game coming and there were there were not any lows yeah cool. and which is very weird very you know so and low was that we probably need to get up there more mm-hmm. the time was so short you know I, uh, I have a friend who goes out of town for Thanksgiving every year mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, that's appealing. And and it's not a, it's not a matter of like, not like my family. Cause mm-hmm. I do, that's really not the issue. Most of it is just the intensity of it. In fact, one of the things, so we went to Ada with Lori's, uh, folks, um, or her side, I, I a better way of saying that cause it wasn't just her parents. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we, we went to Ada 
And I think what what bothers me, and maybe it shouldn't, but like they work so hard and you see them having worked so hard mm-hmm. and they're all, you know, I don't know how old everyone is, but I know they're over 65. Yeah. I think <laughs> I'm older. So they're older. Anyway, point is, is I'm like, I kind of feel bad. Like I don't want them to, and I, but I mean, I'm certainly not going <laughs> to cook. I mean, I, that would be a disaster, but yeah. You just see them work so hard, mm-hmm. and and I'm like, man, I want you to enjoy it. So part of me, I told Lori, like, we should go rent an Airbnb in Arkansas and have everybody meet there. We cater in the food, and yeah. you know, the problem is, then you still can't get good food all the time, right? Well, it's Adam's sister, she they their house is beautiful and it's decorated to the nines mm. for Christmas, and I, I I don't even know if she catered this year. I know she did last year, but this year. We all brought stuff and it, it was just one, it was wonderful and, mm. and spending the time with his, I got to know one of his brothers sat by one of his brothers and got, that was a high for me because yeah. I'm kind of new to the family. So I think everybody's can kind of filling me out. And right. so I, we've been around a couple of times and so everything, everything's kind of finding its groove and, but yeah, they all, they worked hard. But it was just very well executed. Well, and having space, and that's one that's always yeah, a challenge, right? Mm-hmm. So, and that's probably a big part of it too, because it, I feel like that just makes it that much more difficult. And the deal is, you don't buy a house thinking about having everyone over for Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I do. I mean, okay, there are the rare. Not everybody does. Right? They are right. And I, I do. I think it's a consideration, but it's kind of like I mean, when I when I work with churches on stage design mm-hmm. things like that, I always tell them. Plan for your ninety percent. Don't don't plan for yeah. a wedding. Don't plan for funerals. Yeah. We'll work around weddings and funerals mm-hmm. based on what you end up with, right? right? Um, and so it's the same kind of thing. If I'm going to buy a house, I'm not going to plan on those two days. Yeah, I'm going to consider it because our house works the best so far that I'm aware of mm-hmm. in our family, just because of the open floor plan. Because right. we can move everything around and plenty of space, right. but. All that just to say, my thought is you go rent this big, massive space. Like I, I just got back from Arkansas and the Airbnb we had there had like a 12 seater dining table. table plus a bunch of other places. Yeah. And I'm like, see, that would be awesome. Not to mention if it is an Airbnb and you have enough room for everybody to stay. Yeah. It's just you get to spend a day or two together. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool. Yeah. But, no, mm-hmm. I, I, we had my family over Well, my family kind of came trickling in from Wednesday you know, and then Thursday, Thursday night, we had my family over like just for beans and cornbread because everybody mm. was kind of different spaces, but everybody gathers in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Everybody's in the kitchen. And I said to Adam, I said, you watch the kitchen is the heart of the home. Mm. And and this floor plan, this house is is perfect for entertaining, but it has the uh, this nice big island and then the dining room and the kitchen, there's open space to the kitchen, but there's a wall. Mm. So nobody moves from the kitchen and I don't, I'm not very good at executing people into living We room. end up just saying it. Hey, why don't we move? I do too. And nobody moves <laughs> right? <laughs> because everybody's, but I love it either yeah. which way I, I love, I love having people over and hosting. Yeah. And then we went to Danielle's for, um, on Friday for mm. the big family. So I think the high for Adam was, and what was so interesting is when I had the big house in Beacon, Thanksgiving was at my house and I started a flag football game. Mm. Like I bought the flag footballs and we broke up into teams. And back then some of the girls played and, you know, whatever. And that morning, this Friday morning, I said to Adam, I said, you know, we used to do flag football. I need to find those flags and I, I knew I had them I just never went and did it well we get to Danielle's and the night rolls along and Chris mm. rallies a flag football game and Adam was, Adam was in heaven that was his yeah, that's cool. heaven moment and so none of the girls played it was all the guys and cash they let mm. cash play nice and I was looking back at pictures from when we started playing back then and cash we let Jackson play then so they were the same age. Oh, wow. Yeah. Letting them run the ball. And, you know, so that was, hmm. that was a lot of fun. And then it didn't end. He, so we were coming home from Arkansas and we like to just ask different questions. And I said, um, what are some Christmas tradition? What are some holiday traditions you'd like to start? Mm. And um, I had one and then his was, he wanted to do a poker night. Please call. I told you that today. Yesterday I said, please, please. You got to call Jeremy. So he um, did a poker night Saturday night. 
Yeah. He didn't call me. I. It's okay. I, well, this was the Adam, nephews. It's okay. I know. So look in the camera and tell him. I can't because I don't mean it. It's not okay. <laughs> tell him you will come play poker. I will come play poker. I told him, I said, uh, I guess it was Sunday morning. I said, no, it was Saturday night. I said, you need to invite Jeremy. He, Jeremy loves, I said, Lori even played. Oh, yeah. Lori even played. I said, that's where we, we got that poker table. We played in Arkansas. Did you? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're on the list. In fact, I said to him, I said, I have down on my book, December 17th, Poker Night. Is that true? And he said, I don't know. Can be. <laughs> I was like, so. Now it is. So there you go, December 17th. December but 17th. Jared played, Jackson played. Um, I'm looking at my calendar while we're talking. It's a Saturday. Adam, his best friend, Dustin, my nephew, Sean, Chris, Chase, Reggie, Spencer, Gabe. I think there was 10 of them. I'm scheduled currently to run a Thunder game, but we'll see how that unfolds. Oh, go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, so that that was that was an in heaven moment. This mm. whole from start to finish, the holidays that cool. the Thanksgiving was. We didn't get to see Gabe didn't get to go to Thanksgiving. Noah didn't get to go to Thanksgiving. Oh. Yeah, he had car trouble. Gabe had car trouble. Noah had uh Logistic trouble. <laughs> He's in far away. Far away, yeah. But he'll be here twenty uh, first. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was. Uh, we ended up not staying long because he had the car trouble stuff, and so we ended up driving back from Ada to go deal with his car. So you, it was down and back. Yeah, it was like the fastest turnaround, which I typically hate that because yeah. my rule is however long it takes me to drive round trip, mm-hmm. I need to stay at that location At least twice, twice as long. As long. I agree. It's same, it was saying same with Tulsa. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when we were in Tulsa, um, like, they have this beautiful home. And his brother-in-law gave us, have you ever heard of Stock My Bar Party? Mm-hmm. I hadn't either. So, you ever wonder how people get all this, all this, you know, all these bottles of liquor? Like, that's I a just lot of they money. buy it. There's this party called Stock My Bar Party. You have everyone bring you liquor? Well, what you do is, I'd never heard of this. So what you do is like, so if you're having a Stock My Bar Party, you invite your friends Mm -hmm. and they bring what they like to drink Mm. and they leave it. And then you promise them that you'll always have their favorite drink when they show up. And so whether you drink it or not, you just know what to to stop. It's brilliant. Yeah, I wish I would have known that a long time ago. Me too. Because I've efforted to stock the bar for everybody else. Right. So now you have to stock my bar party. Right. <laughs> it's too late. So now at everybody this point. knows that that's a thing. That's what scatter shooting though. We have if we have guests, they yes. typically bring some scotch. So that's something. Well, now there's a real deal because I've always wondered that is a lot of money. Yeah, it is. I wondered how people just, well, did you just pick up this when you're getting that? Or? I think like for me, I'll, I'll buy stuff in chunks because it does last long. I'm not, I don't drink much. And so, mm-hmm. um, it's very occasional. I wouldn't say social even. Right. I would say it's occasional. Um, and so it lasts a long, long time for me. I, so that's how I justify it. I just love the look of, I think the marketing that goes into liquor bottles are it's amazing, stunning, really cool, very. I almost I almost buy stuff based on the bottles. Me too, almost. Me too, and so I just love that look of, you know, just all those bottles and. I've been reusing the glass bottles with corks. I put water in. I heard you say that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, nothing better than water from a glass bottle. Yeah. Like pour, I don't drink it out of the bottle, but I pour it in. It's just, oh, it's wonderful. And I've been drinking so much more water, which I think is good for me. Yeah. It's very good for you. So, okay. So you know where I'm going? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) This is brutal. It's wonderful. This is probably the, uh, (laughs) so tell the people what you were telling me off air. Yeah. Let me, let me just, I cannot say (laughs) Uh, I can endorse this. You should be able to endorse it. Dang it. I, I'm not sure I can endorse it for women. Let's just start there. That's fair. But however, the proof is. It's, I mean, come on. I, I, you were I, surprised. Yeah. And you can't possibly believe this is the end result. I wouldn't think. I am very, very shocked. All right, if you guys aren't watching video, yeah. I encourage you to go to Spotify and watch the video. If you are watching the video on Spotify or you're listening on Spotify and you're like, I can't see the video. Just look at the album art. It's video. Yep. Okay. So. So. I've, I've cut I'm your hair for in. years. I'm zooming in. Here it is. I've cut your hair for years. That's why I asked you. I know. Yeah. I've seen it 
in all stages. And I mean, it's messy right now. Like I didn't care about, I mean, I care, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I got up and had a lot to go. So I just all come back. It works for yeah. you. So anyway, um, so, so I start with, I wear black shirts, right? You and do. so, um, one of the things I loved about a shaved head is I didn't have dry scalp near as much. Right. right? And so I didn't have to worry about flakes on my shirt. Right. And, um, that was always my concern. So when I, when I do have long hair like this, I, it was a pretty rigorous process right. to make sure my hair was always right. healthy. Right. And it's really your scalp healthy. <laughs> it's my scalp. Right. Yeah. It's not my hair. Hair's fine. Yeah. Doesn't matter what your hair smells like. Right. It's your scalp. It's your scalp. So, um, so I saw, I saw his video on TikTok, which is where you get all the good information. Mm-hmm. TikTok made me do it. <laughs> and I didn't buy it at first, but I thought, uh-huh. I'm going to try an experiment. I'm not going to say anything. Right. So Smart. I said to Lori, I said, Hey, I am going to, or I didn't tell her. I just did it. I can't believe you're not, you're just now telling me. It's really just not come up. I would have talked to you about it a long time ago. In okay. fact, I would have talked to you about it when it started, but <laughs> back I, in June. well, yeah, <laughs> It was a long time ago. So, so back in June, uh-huh. I said, uh, or I tried this. I thought, okay, so what it was is this, there's a movement of where they don't, um, you don't wash your hair. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, that can't be real, right? So for me in the past, like any kind of not wash, like if I would, um, you know, soak in the tub or something, get out the next day, like my head would be super itchy and, yeah. and tight. And I'm like, oh, I just got to wash my hair. It's freaking right. out. So I was like very skeptical of this, but. Um, I used to soak in the tub a lot is where I used to think, but yeah. I've been on showers now for years. So, um, so I, I just said, okay, well, I'll, I'll just wash my hair with water, mm-hmm. like no soap or nothing. Cause the argument is, you know, you strip it. Cause I, if I, yes. I always use the clarifying shampoo too, which was terrible. It totally strips. Strip, strip, strip totally. That, yeah. But I was like, ah, and the other problem was is, and this is actually what really drove me is because I, you had to, like, if I was going to be on camera or do anything, I washed the day before mm-hmm. because the second day, and that's it's the other thing. Better. So I had to wash every two or three days back mm-hmm. in the day and day three was miserable. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so, so I, and, and if I didn't, cause it just had this poofy hair, right. It was yeah. terrible. So anyway, so I didn't wash my hair for like four or five days and I, I walked in, I got out of the shower one, one day and I, and I went in the bedroom and I said, Hey Lori, smell my head. And that's all I said. <laughs> and, so, and she's like, what? I said, just smell my head. And so. She. <laughs> so that reminds me of boy mom, mom's movie, and we do. I know. We said, it's really like, all right. They did that to me with receiver gloves. Smell this. Oh, oh yeah. The worst. <laughs> so so she smelled my head. I said, does it smell bad? And she goes, no. I mean, just smell. You just got out of the shower. And I said, I know, <laughs> but I didn't wash my hair. She's like, what do you mean? I said, well, I haven't washed my hair in a week. And she's like, are you kidding me? No. I wash behind my ears. In fact, before I got the cool brush, I used an old electric toothbrush to wash behind my ears. I put a little clean, like a soap on the toothbrush and went about that. Did your mom? It's weird. My mom would always say wash behind your ears. I I think it's because, um, I don't know. I just, I'm OCD is really what it is. That's why it's really hard by the way to To, to do this hair thing. Uh Well, um, long, long story longer. I, I did this for a little while. Well, basically, um, it's been, today is November uh, 28th as we record this. And I started this process in June (laughs) and I've washed my hair maybe six times. And, and I will say this, like the last time I washed my hair was like, this is the longest stint. Like it was probably three months ago. Now, again, every time I'm in the shower, every day. I mean, it's wet. You're it's not it just wet. wet. Like I rinse it. I brush it out with a comb. <laughs> right. I mean, I, I, right. but again, it's, it's less the hair, but here's the crazy thing. Think about this. I've had fire pits through all of that. And you know how yeah. fire smoke smells in the shirts. It And you've just washed it out. And I just okay, rinse so, it. But here's, here's the thing. Here's what I have to say. I can't not necessarily endorse this right. fully because Jeremy doesn't wear product in his hair. That's right. He and doesn't that's wear huge. gel. He doesn't wear mousse. He doesn't wear any of that in his hair. So the only thing he is getting dirty is just the environmental elements. That's right. So if you wear product or hair, hairspray or gel or, you know, dry shampoo... You because ha- you have to wash your scalp. By the way, there's some dry shampoo that is taken off the market because I saw that. All right, because yeah, so- Lori has some dry shampoo. I'm like, oh, yeah. check it. Yeah. So I use. A dry I can powder. endorse it. By the way, 
Yeah. I have no qualification. It's just personal experience. But here's the thing. Because, and, well, let me finish that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, because sorry. if you use any of those products, oh, yeah. what causes baldness is clogged hair follicles. Oh, that's Can why I've got be, such yes. luscious locks. <laughs> so one of the reasons of baldness <laughs> is called clogged hair follicles. So, yeah. So it's really your scalp. But so like Adam could Adam necessarily couldn't do that because he was per, puts gel in his hair. Right. So, so okay, I, wait, I have another question. Yeah. I have so many questions. No, I, I'm and I'm happy to talk about it now that so, it's been so long. Are you washing your beard too? Okay. I'm glad you asked because I was gonna bring that up. Okay. So I do um I do use soap on my beard. On your beard. Okay. Yeah. And um and I'm still kind of an experimental stage because what I've been doing is um, I use like a beard brush in the shower okay. and just scrub it with the beard brush. Especially right here. Yeah. Well, that's actually uh -huh. the hardest part to mess yes. with. But um, so I'm washing that maybe, well, it depends. Like, <laughs> this is going to sound so terrible. If I've eaten fettuccine Alfredo, <laughs> if I've had any any Italian to eat, I'm washing this really good because that smell of in there. The cheese. Garlic. Oh, yeah. it's just. Mm, that's uh -huh. all gross. It's so gross for people to listen to right now. It's hygiene. It is. But so, yeah, I do wash my beard a lot because it's definitely getting more crap yeah. on it. Right. But, um, but even that it's, it's more, um, I, th I think about it more, I guess is the point. Yeah. And I use, uh, I use some, uh, I'll wash it about once a week or twice a week. Maybe I scrub it every day. Um, but then I'll also use on the off days, I'll use uh, lotion. So yeah. I put like lotion on the same brush and scrub yeah. with it. You can put so. coconut oil on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I have to be careful with the, any kind of lotion or anything. Cause it makes my lips feel weird. Not feel, not like tingly, <laughs> but like they have something on them. Like I don't put lip Moisturizer. balm. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I don't do that. Lori asked me the other day, you want something from your lips? But I'm you like, could comb coconut oil through that. Yeah, but it gets on my lips. it's really good for your skin. Well, it's probably great for my skin, there. but look at me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, dang, but, okay. for nine, 90 days, you're I'm doing saying, pretty so dark. this is my point. This is my point because- you you found out today. Okay, so yes, you you led me down this road very well. You said, "Hey, <laughs> what do you think?" I knew where he was going. What do you think of my hair? And I was like, "Right, I, I really like it." I've always usually liked when I ask Jeremy's that, hair long, and usually when I ask always. that question, it's because I'm needing validation to shave. Yeah, it. and you're wanting to cut it, and I know <laughs> you wasn't going to let you. I've been looking for lots of validation, and nobody will commit. <laughs> yeah, no, because you look very. You've just got great hair. See, I think the problem is though. I don't think I look kept. Like it's harder for me to look like put together with it. But you, that's I'm okay. just saying. I mean, well, we, okay, like if you were to come in, I would I would probably groom around yeah. your ears, kind <laughs> yeah. of around your beard. I'd probably do I your eyelashes. No, you're not doing my eyebrows. That happened. <laughs> yes, no, I would trim your eyebrows. Not with wax. No. Okay. No, no, with the trim. Did you ever wax my eyebrows, or was it? Uh, I think it was um, uh, Camille. I don't think I, I had did. Camille do it once. <laughs> oh, I wanted to punch her. <laughs> I love Camille, but my gosh. It wasn't anything Camille, it was the waxing. Well, it doesn't well, matter. Did, you, did she wax right here? Oh, gosh, no. So just I, the unibrow part. At, with Adam, I just put this a, is so terrible. Why are I we just talking put about a that? one over the guard and just ran it across oh, his eyebrows. Yeah, I want to get the old man bushy eyebrows. No, no, gosh, I do, no, dude. Stop I it. saw a guy. This no. is not. No, I don't want this. But I got to tell you this because it's so even, crazy. That's even cute. Look at what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it. That's weird. No, okay, pop, poof it back no, up. that's terrible. Um, thanks for noticing it. Um, because I wasn't looking at the screen anyway. So, so uh, I don't remember where I was, but this is no lie. I saw a dude his eyebrows were so bushy like his not okay so if you look at a profile right you would expect to see the eyes this was from behind from behind you saw the eyebrow what yeah it was like it was like hands no yeah it was unbelievable like Where the you? wind blowing he could comb it he could braid it the wind blowing you'd see it it was insane i think i was uh i think it was when i was in florida you i don't see remember the weirdest weird. people the gray guy Oh yeah, the, the gray guy, dude! I forgot about the gray guy and the That's eyebrow weird. guy. You should have taken a picture of the eyebrow guy. <sighs> yeah, I should have, but I. Yeah. I yeah, no, I will tell. It's funny because my men clients, um, 
I I wash I shampoo them all because I'm not touching. I mean, gosh, if you came in, I, I would. Shampoo I know, them. but but here's here's the thing though. This is how we started, right? I wanted you to. I said, "What do you think of my hair?" Yeah, yeah right. We started down that path, mm-hmm. so that it was like, I just want to see. Do you do you notice? And I'm like, be honest. I gave you the I space, did. and I'm like, all right, it looks but, great. You're not, not cutting it. Yeah. And honestly, like honestly, had you not told me that. You wouldn't have known, would you? I would have not known. And I had, there is no dandruff on your shirt. No. No. I never, here's the crazy thing. I didn't have to get to this point. That was mm-hmm. something I didn't say. It just worked from day one. Like I didn't go through, I've not had an itchy head at all. It's impressive. It's crazy. And I I, again, I think it really goes back to rinsing it. It's not right. like I'm not doing anything. Right. And this is why I don't think it will work with women well. Cause I know that like. I don't know about women across the board. I know my wife, she can't wash her hair every day. Like right. committing to right. the time of that and right. the dry time. Right. Because so, I've been telling her, I'm, I'm endorsing her. I'm like, you should try it. <laughs> I'm excited about it. We but, couldn't do it. Yeah, well, well, and she puts stuff in her hair too. Yeah, we I don't put know stuff in her hair. Well, mine's not even real. So <laughs> <laughs> you could do, do it. I could do it. But um, yeah, just we just have too much chemicals in our right. hair. We have too much. I don't think I'd even. I don't think I would have even ventured off down that road if I put stuff in my hair, because yeah. it's because that was part of it too. The that's why I stopped doing it. A lot of those it. products will make your hair your scalp itch. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. That's why I stopped putting product in because it would mess with it, make me itchy all day. Yeah. So, wow, that was so. I endorse it <laughs> halfway. You have to fit in the box. Well, and I won't out anybody else, but I have, to, I, I believe it's at least one other guy. I feel like there's another person I talked to that does the same thing. So two other men, um, and they don't have long hair. And they hair. don't wear product? Uh, I don't but, think but, so. Okay, so wait, let me, let me just say this. You might, if you wore a little bit of gel and you rinsed your hair with hot water. You might be okay. You might be okay because hot water... It, I, and even washing your face with hot water, it opens up your pores. Sure, yeah. And it can flush all that out. So, but you can't wear a whole lot of. I will tell you on my product. on my uh, trip to Arkansas, we had incredibly <laughs> low shower pressure, mm. like super low, lowest I've ever experienced ever in my life. Wow. And uh, I was, I thought to myself, I may have to wash. Because I couldn't get, get enough. That in there. Yeah. And it was, ooh, it was close that last wow. day. And the only reason I was like, okay. It's one more day. And I mean, I just was patient with it. You know, you just let it get really good and wet. And then, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I have to say that's a first and I am impressed. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) As long as I've done hair for almost 30 years. That's impressive. Well, I will say this to, you know, it's, it was not a decision that came lightly. Okay. So what if you came into my set, my seat and I said, let's shampoo it. We'd have a, we'd have an argument. (laughs) No, honestly, it wouldn't matter because it doesn't, it's not like it resets. It might be due. Due for a wash. Oh, due for, I was like, due? <laughs> due for a wash. Depends washing. on the temperature and how cold it is. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I mean, the thing is, like I said, I've washed it a couple of times. There, um, I'm trying to think of the occasions because it has been a long time, but I, it doesn't break anything if you wash it. You right. know what I'm saying? You're not so going for Guinness. Well, that's the thing. Like, I would, I, there are, you know, times where I'm like, yeah, I think I'll wash it. Are you on the elliptical and stuff? Are you sweat? Do you have you sweated? I first don't call me out for not exercising. <laughs> but that's the next thing that went through but, my brain was. But I did go through this. Or I I had a stint of about three straight weeks of uh-huh. working out during this time frame, okay. and it wasn't a problem. Um, I but I go straight from that to the shower, which I think everybody should do. But I don't know that. I, yeah. I don't think everybody does that anyway. Um, but I go right into the shower, and and just, you know, and I got really again. good shower pressure here. So it's, it's blowing that. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> rinsing it. That's for sure. But yeah, I, that was kind of my other first test yeah. with it was like, uh, I don't know if I can work out like this, yeah. but it's been fine. I mean, yeah. and again, I, I will tell you the first two months of doing it, like I would go a week, then I washed mm-hmm. and then I'd go two, three weeks and I mm-hmm. washed and, but I'd I'm, always ask Lori, do you smell it? I just, right. you know. Have you had any? Have you noticed the the shedding? Less. I, I was yeah. Say, but it's I was less. surprised because that was another big deterrent to me growing my hair out is I didn't like all, all of the, the hair shedding. that was coming out. Mm-hmm. But when I brush it, like I have just a small amount that gets in the or comb, not yeah. a brush, but it gets in the comb. And I mean, what I would think is it was less. It's less now than it was before. 
I have to say. But it goes back to this. I go back to kind of this biblical mindset, right? I used to. No. Well, no, what I mean is like not so much biblical mindset, but like they didn't know what to do. do Right. And so you're you're like, they didn't have clarifying shampoo with amino acids at it or whatever they can. <laughs> tea tree know. oil. Tea tree oil, which by the way, I love tea tree oil. You could probably put that on your scalp, just the tea tree oil. Oh, I bet. I, I just like the tingle really in my head. Could. Or just the peppermint. I haven't done that before. But you could. I bet it would smell really good. Yeah. Well, that was actually kind of my thought is I thought, well, what do they probably do? They probably mixed a bunch of berries and flowers and crap together. Probably. And, took baths in it or something. Yeah. I don't know what they did, but, yeah. but that's the thought. I always go back. Well, it's not, my thought is this, God designed us yep. to live without the concept of soap and bathing. Like mm-hmm. he didn't invent soap. Mm-mm. So, you know, it was probably herbs and and, and granted and stuff. our diet probably drastically changes what comes out of us. Probably the diet so, would affect the smell. I would think. Mm-hmm. And I've tried all sorts of weird diets since then. Not really, but I did. A, I've been. I've been eating a lot of protein. <laughs> man, I <laughs> well, don't know. Well, that's good. It is good. Yeah. I had. Oh man, dinner last night was summer sausage and Ritz crackers. Yeah, it was so wonderful. Oh, like you get in the the Christmas sets. Yeah. I love those. The problem is, <laughs> I had to run into the store for the first time in a while. Lori mm-hmm. normally goes, and so she's like, "I'm not dressed to do it." She didn't wear shoes. I got so mad. At her. I'm like, "What are you?" You didn't put shoes on. Like you were committed when you left the house. You knew you weren't going anywhere. Yep. But she did ride with me, which is kind of my prerequisite. And it was my trip technically. Mm-hmm. So we had to stop at the grocery store and I went in and I've always grabbed at her. She's like, I just got to grab these two things. I'm like, son of a gun. I had two things to grab and I came and out came with out seven. Five. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. But one of them was summer sausage. Cause I was walking by like, Oh, that looks good. I just grabbed it. My favorite no dinner. If I'm not cooking dinner is, the summer sausage or just like salami and cheese oh, yeah. and pickles and crackers or That's ham good. cheese. It's wonderful. That's really mm-hmm. good. It's but, wonderful. You know. Well, where do we segue from here? Christmas is coming. Are you ready? You don't do Christmas presents. Uh, right. Um, yeah. So, so we do. Yeah. I don't do Christmas presents, meaning like, I don't care if I get any, but, um, we typically draw a name in, in the okay. family for, uh, my, my side, me and my mom are really, um, you know, my sister, we don't do anything at yeah. all, but, um, we draw a name and so we usually have one little $50 gift and then the kids get a bunch of crap, but, mm-hmm. um, I'm against that too. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't, my opinion doesn't matter there though. Um, no, but, uh, yeah, I think the big thing for me is Christmas is just about being with each other yeah. and, and, you know, Noah gets here, uh, 21st, I think he flies in, he'll be here for two or three mm-hmm. weeks. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, you know, we're we're now leading worship at two churches, mm-hmm. so Christmas is on a Sunday. <clears throat> it is, um, and churches do not like that. I know. I always loved that. But churches both of the like churches that. we're at are both having service on the are Christmas they? day. So I've been getting all the uh, forms that we have online that says people, that for, for my volunteers that can't be there, yeah. I've been getting those forms pouring yeah. in. So I'm yeah. like, all right, I guess it's me times two somewhere. Yes. Um, no, but Gabe, Gabe will be available for one church. I'll be at the other probably. So anyway, I'm just looking forward to it. I think it's going to be good. We haven't got a tree yet. As you probably noticed. I did. We typically, I think it was two years ago. We started getting real trees mm-hmm. and, uh, I just hadn't seen the lot yet to go I haven't buy either, it, actually. which I always thought they were up the day after Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. but the normal There's spot. There's usually one in the corner now of, um, yes, Reno and where the pumpkin Anderson. patch was. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, but we're going to go, we, we put the tree up behind the piano in the mm-hmm. front window. and So Adam and I bought a new tree last year because I was in the little A-frame and mm-hmm. the tree that I had in the vegan house wouldn't fit. And so, <clears throat> and I actually thought I threw that tr- Christmas tree away because it was a pre-lit tree. Mm. Um, and there was my last Christmas in the Beacon House. Half the lights had gone out. Oh, uh, I just and, saw a post uh, about this. Oh, <laughs> so one night I... Um, I had a bottle of wine and I cut all the lights off. I cut all the lights off that tree and strung new lights. And so that was the tree for that year. Well, then when we moved into the A-frame, it was too big and I don't even know where it was. And so we bought a tree last year. And so this year I'm having him get out all the Christmas decorations and I start putting this tree up and I'm, I kept thinking this tree's like 
big. I don't remember buying this tree. And I get <laughs> halfway up and I see like one branch has some <laughs> lights on it. So yeah. I put up the old tree. And so I'm like, well, where's the tree Adam and I bought? Well, it was in the other garage. So now I have two trees. Wow. And I always said I wasn't going to be the person that had two trees, more than one tree. Yeah. And now I do. Now you have and, two trees. And I'm happy about it. But last last Christmas, last December was, it was, it was tough. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't, I think there was a lot of things rounding out that year that was really hard. And <clears throat> when I would go to think of Christmas gifts for people, it was just a blank. I mean, mm. I just didn't have anything. And this year, I just have this new vivacious, like, excitement mm. about, I it kind of hit midway coming up to Thanksgiving um, about just the family being together. My nephew is home and I feel like I have my feet underneath me now and I'm ready to entertain and I'm ready to host. And so we're having Adam's family over. Got like um, a new level of normal now. I do. Mm-hmm. And I feel ready to open up my house and I feel ready to, to see the energy fill full again. And so um, I'm taking on having, well, Carolyn told me that this house was the house that always had Christmas. And I was like, great, I can do that, but I'm kind of new to the game here. Um, so we're going to have them over. I haven't quite decided on what day, but, um, so I'm nervously excited about that because it's just all new. And then I don't know. I, I'm just, there's, yeah, I'm just excited. And I know Adam for years, we've talked about this has struggled around the holidays, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not very many people know that he has a son and so not getting to see him. And that's a long story. It's his story to tell. And that I am going to have him on here. Yeah, I am going to have him and we have to do it in the evening cause he right. works and stuff, but, um, we can so, do it. So, and I, I think my viewers, listeners, I think there's so much in his story packed in his story that is, gut-wrenching hard yeah and i don't think his story gets told a lot and i think many 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 men have it yeah that's their story and they don't talk right nothing they don't say anything i'm telling you this is the thing uh one of the guys that was in my first small group around the the fire pit faction uh, started doing his own. Mm-hmm. Though it's not part of our plan, but it's not. We're not against it. Obviously, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. a good thing. But he started, um, and he started doing a couples group around the same concept. Yeah. And I don't know, second or third one in, he he had snapped a picture and he showed it to me, and he just said it was this one person praying for another person. But he told the story behind it all, mm-hmm. and he said, "Man, this this had nothing to do with me." And, you know, one of the things I've said a lot is that when ministers stop ministering and start facilitating, yep. right, that's when we start seeing the body of Christ. Yep. Well, that's been my mantra, and, and the example of that is the fire pit faction. Mm-hmm. Well, he, this guy really demonstrated, he saw that in demonstration and saw it happen. And um, I think the thing is, like, going into it uh, with men specifically into these small groups is, they so desperately need a moment of pause. And I think that's the right phrase Mm -hmm. because you come in, guys don't know how to typically people, I don't even know if just guys don't know how to function without uh, like a direction, like a point, right? What's our purpose. Yeah. And when you come in and you give them purpose, right? We have a broad stroke purpose and then they get there and they realize that part of the purpose is to, to pause. Yeah. Just pause. You don't have to be anything today. You don't have to make anybody happy. You don't have to put on, perform. You don't have to do anything, but we're going to sit here for a couple hours around the fire and we're going to talk. Yeah. And you don't have to talk because there's five of us or six right. of us. And so if you want to talk, you can. Right. I, man, it's, he, I think it's everything. Adam was in your connect this mm-hmm. last go round and he really, really enjoyed it. And I, I didn't have to push him to do it at all. He asked me and I was like, hundred percent I think you would enjoy that and he really did and you just got to hear like a fraction oh, right of his story and I, I joke all the time about he and I come from two different galaxies and yes it's true but the brutality of what he's had to endure mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> again it's his story to tell 
he's now he would now say he's living in the beautiful side, but mm-hmm. there's still pockets of just heart wrenching pain mm-hmm. that he that nobody knows that he deals with, and I see it. I see it when he dips. I see it when he has those moments, and <clears throat> but. That type of story, again, I'm sure I'm piquing people's curiosity, and maybe that's a good thing. <laughs> but you hear, like, my viewers and listeners are, like, a lot of women. I mean, I think I'm 70, 70% women. Yeah. But I often wonder if we would start giving a voice to stories like Adam's, how many men would come forward and saying, I have a story like that. He follow, He has a couple of guys that he follows on Facebook that have similar stories. And giving a voice to that. Mm-hmm. And voice to what he's gone through. Um, anyway, so I know we'll have him on here. Yeah. And, you know, I think, too, this is one of the things that I find beneficial. You talked about the tip of the iceberg part of that, right? Mm-hmm. The story. So I would always tell these guys, I mean, you know, you're often dealing with middle-aged men. Yeah. Um, and so how do you sum up in an hour an entire life? You can't. can't. But I think this is where I think the value of... of uh, Everybody doing their own group, not not out of a religious obligation, but doing your own group for, okay, you got value from it, so pay it forward, right? Yeah. So do so think of it in those terms, but also recognize that you are going to benefit from the group that you're 100%. managing. I have told my life story in that context mm-hmm. about 12 times. I've never told the same story. Right. And so you're unpeeling for yourself, mm-hmm. right? you're unpeeling, unwrapping these layers of your mm-hmm. life and, and you have your own revelation throughout that. Mm-hmm. And the more that you do that with other people too, you, you actually become more efficient at picking up the revelation. Right. Yeah. So I kind of knew what you were going to have them do, Right. you know, and I told him, I said, you, I think I told him you're going to share your story. And he was like, well, there's so many facets and so many pockets 89 percent female <laughs> is it really I had yeah. To look it up. yeah i knew it was high <laughs> i knew it was high which goes to say like that it's just time for a story like his that has to do with you know a, a child and you know things didn't turn out the way you expected in marriages and things like mm-hmm. that in the court system and how unfair that can be and how hard that can be to navigate. And I navigated just a fraction of it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of men don't get that. They don't tell it because of that, uh, whether it's ego or macho or sometimes it's, well, if I don't say, if I say I don't get to see my son, huge oh well you must be and it's so not true right it's so not true um again it's his story to tell and he 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 tells it very well he his biggest thing is i think what if i cry Uh, right (laughs) like yeah well you know you probably will but telling your story i said to him i said you you can sit here and rehearse all you want what path you're going to go down, what you're going to say, what you're not going to say, what should I say, what should I not say, what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. And then when you sit down to do it, Holy Spirit's going to have come forth what needs to come forth in the time. And then when you tell it again, you're going to go a different way. And then you tell it again, just like you were saying. And, and I think that's because of who is going to be listening Mm -hmm. needs to hear what's going to come out. And you can't predict that. You can't put that in a formula. You can't preempt it. This is, and this is what's so key about this because our, our big goal in these gatherings is that a person walks away trusting that they're hearing God's voice, the direction to the follow, right? Well, telling your life story is a beautiful example of that because just what you said, you can pre-rehearse what you're going to say, but there's something very organic when you just say, Hey, tell me your life story. They're not thinking, Holy spirit. What do you want me to say? Exactly. They're just talking. Yeah. And when you recognize uh, at the end of the story and everybody says, you know, we have really simple rules, but at the end of it, everyone shares with what stuck out, stuck out to them in the story. All of a sudden now you make sense of why you said a thing. So you sit there Mm -hmm. and you say, man, I'm surprised I went down that road. And you're thinking to yourself, well, whatever, you know, you, you take it with a grain of salt. And then somebody says, man, what really stuck out to me was this. And here's why, Mm -hmm. like I talked about having a sister who was adopted when I was six um, yep. adopted away mm-hmm. uh, when when I was six years old and then finding her again, meeting her in 2008. I didn't, I don't always talk about that. Mm-hmm. I may, I talk about parts of that sometimes, right. but not always. Right. Um, and I was a little surprised. I didn't, didn't know why. And then Adam yep. had a sister and he's yep. like, he asked about it more mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, 
So now all of a sudden there's revelation. Makes oh, this sense. is, and yeah. this is really the way God wants to lead us. And, and uh-huh. I feel like this I call is the it closing spontaneity. So yep. do I. This is, I feel like this is the closing of our sermon here. Yep. Um, no, but, <laughs> but the thing is, God's really wanting to lead us in that way. Yes. That's the most natural way, mm-hmm. right? When you, when you look at everything God's created on the planet, mm-hmm. like you don't see the Mississippi River efforting to go a different direction. Right. It, it just, just goes. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't even have, it doesn't have consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's just going. Well, we, that's our natural state to just let go. And mm-hmm. God uses that to do what he needs mm-hmm. done. And, and what happens is, and I talk about this a lot in terms of power tools, right? You yeah. don't want a power tool to go off on its own and just start running. Right. I mean, you know how right. dangerous a chainsaw would be if it just went off and right. started doing its thing. We, we get the same way. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. we, we may be a chainsaw, but we've got to operate according to his plan, not our own. Right. So anyway, I think that's powerful. Well, and I think the power is in most people are from, most people are familiar and comfortable with their story. Right. What they're not comfortable with is telling their story. Right. Because the moment we go to tell it, we automatically get controlled. Yeah. We automatically have these, should I say, shouldn't I say kind of barrier? Cause he went through that, mm-hmm. you know, um, I get calls. He called, mm-hmm, asked he about did. things, right. Mm-hmm. Um, at least half of all my groups have done that. Really? half of the people in all my groups have said, Hey, is it okay to share this? Yeah. Is it okay to share that? Yeah. And my answer is always oh. the same. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You share what you, you want, want to share. share. Yeah. Cause he asked me, I said, calling, call Jeremy. Yeah. He'll tell you. And so I think in closing, mm-hmm. <laughs> our sermon again, uh, Jeremy, is, if you guys can come up and play. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> oh my gosh. That, my brain just went, <laughs> see him walking out from behind <laughs> Can I have some piano music? Mm. So in that, I would say my favorite scripture is we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the mm-hmm. word of our, it testimony. says testimony, but I always like to say story. Yeah. And I overcame, even when I was in the brutality of what I was going through, what helped me come through that was I told my story. Mm-hmm. I kept telling my story. I kept telling my story. And the story may have happened the day before, mm. but I kept telling my story. And I feel like if you are stuck, whether you're stuck in grief or you're stuck in sadness or you're stuck in depression, you're just, you need to open up your mouth and let some of that come out. Mm-hmm. Start talking, find somebody to communicate to, find some, just a laugh. Right. I mean, sure. Three fourths of this podcast was just us laughing and having a good time. And it's, it is just therapeutic. Yeah. So, well, and I think too, I, I want to just encourage anybody listening. If you want to be a part of a group, like first off, there's no, there's, maybe I should start a group. You should. Well, I was going to say not that specifically, right. but, but one, don't think in terms of this crazy commitment. Like the first thing is like these run from like eight to 12 weeks max. Yeah. And what's so good about so. your group is I liked is because like if you take the old blueprint from small groups and how I think churches do it, it just freaking drives me crazy. Because yeah. it's like, take the sermon notes and talk about so, those. Yeah. Go through this book and talk about this. Go through, I'm just like, let's take the biggest subject out there, Holy Spirit. Oh my right. gosh, you're going to break that down? Right. You can't do that <laughs> right. in all in one small group because you have 900 different opinions. Because God is 900 different things to you and me and the next person. But the way you do it is to say you have six people, seven people, Every night you tell your story. So you're not coming right. with the agenda. You're not coming with the plan, the content, the right. uh, the material. Out of the whole thing, there is uh, two nights that are hard planned and a potential third as needed. And the two nights are the first one where I'm going to tell my story. Right. And the second one is when everybody's done telling a story, we take the same exercise and we do it over a scripture. Yeah. Um, and then beyond that is another exercise that's scripture based, um, but they're completely optional. Like, yeah. in fact, the simplest thing I look at when I think of these groups, especially like for women to process it, is if you have a girls' night and you go to dinner and you talk, mm-hmm. that's what this group is mm-hmm. intentionally for for six weeks, seven mm-hmm. weeks, whatever whatever yeah. time it needs to be, and. And just being like, just putting a little intent mm-hmm. in it. It's not a lot because it is conversational. Because literally, it's not like you get together, tell the story, and be done. We get together for the first hour. We're just talking. Yeah. All right, shooting the bull, and I just kind of glance at my watch and I mm-hmm. gauge it. If I know that the person's going to talk that day, might talk long. We'll we'll end that first th- part early, early. Mm-hmm. and I'll say, hey, before you know, and I'm pick on Jim before Jim tells his story. Let's go ahead and take a break or something mm-hmm. and 
uh, or before I tell my story, it's going to take a while, but, um, no, but you just kind of, you just do that and then you don't rush. Right. You know, it, I think it, what I've seen again is well, anyway, I, let me back up and say, if, if someone wants to be a part of that, reach out to us here. Yeah. Um, because we, we're just going to do that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. Um, when are you I'm, starting yours again? I don't have a start date yet. I have a couple guys that are interested, but I don't know, um, this is the thing I find really interesting is I've got guys reach out to me and say, when's your next group? Uh, and I don't, I mean, to this point, I've just asked people to be in the group. Right. Um, and I'm, I prefer the other, yeah. <laughs> I prefer them saying, when's your next group? Right. Um, but, uh, I'm waiting to get past Christmas and then yeah. we've got stuff starting the first quarter. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Be interesting. So yeah. I, I'm waiting for, for that stuff to kick over. But, um, but Redux church, you know, that we have going on, um, we've got, uh, some some folks that are actually going to be starting small groups mm-hmm. within that context, yes. um, which is pretty much no different than what <laughs> you just said. Than what I just said. It's just, just said. Uh, what what it is is that it's a better support system. Mm-hmm. So like right now, all I've said, if you haven't gone through a group with me or or others. You may not even know how to begin. Well, right. the other version of this, not other version, but what we're starting here in probably January is a support system. So you're able to ask questions in real time, mm-hmm. more live, mm-hmm. like uh, to support a group or be in a group yourself. So, um, but just reach out to Rachel and, uh, and you know, she'll start a group. Maybe I can start a group and yeah. uh, see what that's like. The thing is, again, the commitments. I, I I think that's one thing that hurts people is I want you here every Thursday night. You have to be here. You know, whatever. There are some nights Adam didn't make it. Right. Well, and the other thing is, you know, especially for life stories. Like for example, we had a guy that had to miss when Adam told his story, mm-hmm. and he said no less than three separate occasions how desperately he hated missing that story mm. and he really wanted to hear mm-hmm. it. Well, I encouraged him. Um, I said, well, ask Adam to go to dinner yeah. or lunch and yeah. let him tell, tell you again. Yeah. It'll be different, yeah. but it'll be probably more relevant right. for you than right. the other. Right. And, and I think that's the cool part when you, when you know the intent, mm-hmm. it's really easy to, to make that time up because it is important to hear another person's story and, oh and you don't want to miss those things, but stories are just, I treasure them. I treasure them, and I I know the tension between telling a story because you want to honor certain characters in it, sure. you don't want to defame certain characters in it, but at the same time, it's your story, right? And you 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 love the people. It's just how the thing unfolded, right? And I think it's important to be honest. I agree with you, no matter what. I agree with you. So <laughs> we just did a pastor's closing. That was the longest closing we ever did. Crap. We love you. And I hope you have a wonderful time. I hope you enjoyed laughing. Some hair care. <laughs> Knowledge came out of that. But I feel like we ended it with the caveat of uh, beautiful, brutal. <laughs> of uh, <laughs> tell your story. And who knows, in 2023, there'll be some more small groups. Y'all have a wonderful day. See you much. Bye.